inverted, narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in, in their millions, right around the world. Lossistavshow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Green now, and I'm joined by a man who's assured me he'll be fact-checking every single story we're going to cover today. My co-captain, Damo. How are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads. In the millions. In right around the world, yeah. Fact-checking. Um, is my mic playing up a little bit or something? A, a little bit. There was a little bit of silence there. Very good. How about now? That's, that's much a, better. That's better. Yeah, fact-checking. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not, but like just minutes before we went live, um, maybe a couple of hours before we went live, mm-hmm. the President of the United States tweeted something out in regards to the riots that are happening. I know we're going to talk about the riots a little bit in Minneapolis. And he, yep. he said basically that when people start looting, that's when people start shooting, which mm. is, you know, objectively true. Twitter put his, Twitter put the president of the United, United States' tweet behind a content filter and said that this is violating, good idea. This is violating our terms and conditions. Yeah. <laughs> you reckon that's a good idea? That's a good idea. Better be safe than sorry. Better be safe. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, can we do another mic check with you there, sir? You seem to be cutting out again that segment. I, I don't know how it's physically possible that sound issues seem to be coming from your end for the first time in about eight or nine weeks. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's like, um, again, pre-show, everything's working fine, everything's going well, and then yep. all of a sudden, bang, we have an issue. So that's all right. I think we're, we'll I think we're on top out. of it yeah. now. No, cut out and again. Cutting out again? Cutting out again. Okay. Hang on. How about now? Is it working now? Yeah, we'll try it now. We'll see okay. how we go. Okay. Uh, let's let's go to a man who can fix all problems. Can we get a Peter Valandi soundbite for for a quick second? Absolutely. Are you a big fan of rugby league, Greeno? That's right, Damo. The return of rugby league. Uh, big thanks to the uh, the great man Peter Valandis for joining us here today. Just to give a, a quick tip of the hat to uh, rugby league. It's it's the return of live sport in Australia for a better part of what two and a half months now. Two and a half months. Two and a half months. Am I two back and a half now? Months. Wow. Yeah. Fucking You're back now. You're fucking mic issues. Um, so are you a big fan of rugby league, Greeno? Big fan of rugby league here at, at my house. It was nice to have it back on the TV last night. Fans, they love their Thursday night footy, Damon. Love their Thursday and, night footy. And normally we'd uh, we do a piss take where we we check how that bad boy went up against you know Pooch Perfect or Gogglebox. Those crazy malakas. Crazy malakas. Um, but my theory was 
they, they put out a, a message yesterday, a lot of the interviews, and uh, Peter Volandi's the the main man running rugby league now. He's taken on two jobs because he managed to sack the CEO. Really? And he's like, fuck it, I'll just do, I'll do both jobs. Like Greenberg <laughs> gone. To, uh, I'll, I'll, t- I'll cover your job and I'll cover my job as like chairman uh, of the, the independent commission as well. Cause no, I can do it all. Cause nobody knows rugby league. Like I know rugby league and you know, I can, t- I can he, take it. Whatever you got, just put it on my desk. I'll take care of it. I'll handle it. It's going to be fine. Yeah. He's got rugby league covered and he, he, he came out and made some bold promises. He said, look, 28th of May, it doesn't matter. I don't care if we're still in lockdown, we're coming back to rugby league and we're going to get rugby league back in people's, people's homes because people they need in in isolation in the middle of a, a pandemic gotta have something uh, to do it, with the lack of with the lack of rugby league they're they're gonna fucking go nuts and we can't have it so he got the thing done he took care of business he, he literally he he's the man we need for afl trade radio really he gets it done demo <laughs> he's getting it done what's it gonna look now what's it gonna take for you to get this deal done like there's been a lot of talk yeah. out there about this deal might get done this deal won't get done but uh, Mr. Volandis, if you could, is what what is it going to take for you? Like, how far, how, how close are we to getting this deal done? How are we going to get it done? Can we get it done? How close are we to getting this deal done, Greeno? He's got it done, Damo. Back on the twenty eighth of uh, of May, as promised, and uh, they took an interesting turn last night. I noticed. We, I, I don't know if you, I, I guarantee you didn't see the coverage, but <laughs> through the television broadcast. Yeah. They were pumping through crowd noises, even though it's obviously a crowdless oh, environment. Oh no! Oh, that's so it cringe, was, man. You'd think so, but it ended up being not that bad because oh. because basically when when they're doing footy, like footy, are. Uh, the the video and whatnot right. it's all tight shots anyway so you actually don't see the fact there's no crowd now as as you're only kind of half paying attention anyway mm. it just sounded like ambient noise and after about five minutes i didn't i totally forgot the fact there was no crowd there so it actually did what it's meant to do of pretending there is some kind of thing it wasn't over the top it wasn't too loud it wasn't it was kind of like it went in line with the thing so when the broncos fucked up there was booze from the crowd when the broncos <laughs> did something good there was cheers from the crowd like they even catered it to who the home crowd was yeah. i actually didn't mind it surprisingly i, I don't know time, man still fake noise. yeah I've, I've got to disagree like that's 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 just beyond I, I i can't endorse that like canned laughter at a, it's like it's canned laughter at the equivalent at a it is Cam Laughter at the footy. And, you know, I but hate This is a brave new world, Damo. Nah, fuck that. It's a brave new world. This this is rugby league, man. Rugby league. <laughs> rugby we have, league. Rugby okay. league is dead, but rugby league it's is dead. dead. <laughs> rugby league has still got audio. Can we, can we speak to Volandis again? Yeah, Do about Volandis there. About rugby league. Okay. Yeah. Rugby league, rugby league, rugby league. Rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, rugby league. Oh, yeah, I'm not a fan of rugby. I'm not a fan of the rugby league greener. I've got to admit, I'm a big fan of rugby league. They got six again, and they got uh, canned laughter. It's beautiful. <laughs> now, this got me thinking uh, about our, our listenership, Damo. So mm. the return of rugby league last night means the return of Friday night footy tonight. Friday night which footy, which comes, which comes into direct opposition with our particular show. Yeah, and it puts our our listener listener base. At a bit of an issue, right? Mm. Because we, we've managed to uh, mooch off the teat 
of the Fergo and Freak podcast for a better part of a year now yeah. by stealing some of their listeners, right? Yeah. Have we really? So we've got, <laughs> we have, like we, we managed to double our listenership solely off the teat of the Fergo and the Freak podcast. I bet who, you, who I, had their record. I bet you can name them too. And that's when you know that you're a very unsuccessful podcast It's when you can name each individual right. person about, in the audience. I'm about to name three because that's all we got. So uh, when we're talking about uh, our listenership we've got from the Fergo and Freak podcast, we've got uh, definitely Nadine Childers, Nadine, uh, number yep. one. We've got Mofo Storm fan. Yes, yes. And we've got Richard Cranium. Richard Cranium. Oh, is he one of the yep, uh, so, Fergo and Freak boys, is he? Of course he is, yeah, oh, man. Okay. Big, uh, big Eels fan. Would have been happy after a win last night. Oh, there you go. Because so, he, he jumped in the Daily Boogie um, chat room on DLive the other day. And I, I didn't even yeah. put two and two together. I'm like, oh, g'day, dickhead. You know, obviously. Yeah. Richard Cranium. I didn't know that he was one of the Fergo and the Freak Boys. So there you go. He's one of the Fergo and the Freak Boys. So now I've, again, now suck, I've suck mooched. It on the teat. See, see what's happening here? This is like Inception. Double mooch. It's Inception in reverse. Mm. I've mooched off a mooch. I've mooched off the mooch yeah. that we've mooched from the Fergo and the Freak Boys. Fucking fantastic. Double mooch. That's beautiful. Um, <laughs> so this got me thinking, right? Mm. Where does their loyalty lie? Yeah. Are they are they listening live tonight or have they shed us aside to watch Friday Night Footy? Now, I want to put our case forward, Damo. Mm. That, now, that, people last... should, that people should listen to this instead of watching um, an, in, uh, you know, an engrossing professional sport. Correct. Okay. Because over the last 8 to 12 weeks of pandemic lockdown – where was rugby league, Damo? I can tell you where they were. They were um, out nowhere. No, no, no. They were out riding sacred motorbikes, uh, you mm. know, cultural motorbikes out in the middle of the desert. That's what they were doing over the last 12 weeks while Spot we were on. here holding down the fort. Holding down the fort, providing in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. albeit audio shithouse, Ugh. but still on the air providing content Week after week. And I'm just putting it out there, Damo. Yep. If I don't see those particular three names mm. show up to listen to the show this week, mm. big smacks. Big smacks. Big smacks. I'll be I'll be disappointed. Will, I'm not angry. Will you consider? I'm not angry, Damo. <laughs> I'll just be disappointed in Just them. be disappointed. That's all. Would you consider Would you consider excommunicating them from the listener base? Like moving oh, them no, on. That'll cut us from that'll cut us from six to three. We can't have that. We can't allow that, no. Absolutely not. We can't allow that. No, that, that won't be happening. Fair time. Uh, <laughs> but I put it out there. I put it out there on front street. I want to be open and honest. We don't like to hide things on this show. We'd Absolutely rather like if if Twitter wants to uh fact check our content, we're we're, we're covered. We're big tick. Give us a blue tick, we're good to go. Oh, if we ever, um, if we ever get to the stage where Twitter fact checks our content, they're going to be very busy because it's going to be like they'll be working on nanosecond level turnarounds for us. It's mm. like it's like even this guy's breath is a lie. Like even the, even yeah, the we, space yeah. <laughs> in between syllables when they pronounce words, they're lying. Like we can't keep up with this shit. We may as well just let them go. You mean you mean words maybe like rugby league? Rugby league, green I think. <laughs> Rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, rugby league. Rug- Peter Villandis, ladies and gentlemen. Peter Villandis, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us on the show. Now, Damo, that's not the only footy story this week. We've got mm. more bloody footy, footy, bloody footy. Footy, bloody footy, bisky, uh, drinky, carburetor, drinky, drivey, mate. Yeah, what's the uh, the phrase? Is uh, sometimes a leopard just can't change their spots or yeah. something like that? Yep, that's it. That's the analogy. Uh, which brings me to one Cronulla Sharks. Now, I'm assuming this is a tiger shark, perhaps, or mm-hmm. a leopard shark. I don't think a leopard shark is this. We'll go with tiger shark. Yep. 
But uh, this week, uh, unfortunately, uh, young Bronson Sherry of the Cronulla Sharks was was pinned for a, a bit of performance-enhancing drugs and is facing a four-year ban from Asada. Oh. Now, Bronson Sherry plays for the Cronulla Sharks, who, as you remember, a couple of years ago, bit of uh, pokey pokey in the veiny veiny. A little bit of druggy uh, druggy. I swear it wasn't our fault, officer. <laughs> little, big, was, little, big, you know, a little bit of druggy druggy in the needy needy in the in the thigh thigh stabby stabby from the docky docky. <laughs> Well, they got busted because someone had to ask one of the doctors, going, hey, what does equine mean? Because they've been injecting me with this equine thing. Yeah. What, and they realised they were pumping them with her stories. Yeah. When it, exactly. Where it says uh, equine muscle, where it says equine muscle builder on the side of this bottle of pills that you want me to take, um, should I get mm. a second opinion on that or should I, you know, is that? No, no, that's fine. Shut up. That's fine. Just a little that's bit fine. of good to go. pilly, pilly, poppy, poppy. You'll be right. Yeah, that's it. Now, uh, I'm going to give a, a tip of the hat to, to Bronson Sherry, even though she's facing a, a four-year ban. They said no jab, no play. So fucking, can you really blame him? <laughs> I, I Is think it really it, his fault? Just to, just think of like, it must be, the, 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 the governing body of rugby league must present itself like some no, no, kind. No, no, sorry. Rugby league. Rugby league. Thank, thank you for the correction. Thank you. No, you're right. Thank you're you. right. It's rugby league. The National Rugby League. Um. The, the governing body of the rugby league, Greeno, looks to me as an outsider. Like, I don't really follow the news of it that much, but it looks to me like a yeah. manic, depressive, sociopathic uh, ex-girlfriend because, you know, you've got – you have players being forced to take drugs by their doctors in the in – the, essentially not, – not being forced, but definitely being led to take, like, fucking steroids by the team doctors, right? Like saying, mm-hmm. no, no, this is fine. You're all good. Uh, you know, it's fine. Just, just take this. Don't ask too many questions. And they're like, oh, okay. And now, like only a few years later, they're being asked to take needles again. And the players are saying, well, hang on. Uh, last time we took needles, it kind of like didn't work out. And they're like, shut up and listen to the doctor. And it's like, like I don't yeah. know what I'm supposed to do here. <laughs> I can't win. Do what we tell you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But the good thing, the good thing about this demo is uh, we've got people in the media who we we can go to with the voice of reason, if you will. And when you think of voice of reason when it comes to rugby league scandals, and particularly Cronulla shark scandals, mm. I think of one man, Paul Gallen. Yes, and it's good to see that he's he's gone a whole almost like five days without getting himself into a headline, even though he's been retired for a better part of a year. Um, so, so he's like, like I'm gonna find, find a way, way to get, get back, back in, in there. there. So, uh, breaking, this was an article during the week, breaking former shark skipper Paul Gallen has slammed Asada <laughs> over the timing of the announcement of Bronson Cherry testing positive to really? steroids. Uh, well, not steroids per se. It was a bunch of, it was a cocktail of drugs in, yep. involving testosterone. Right. So, uh, Gal's got these conspiracy theories out there. He, he thinks the Sada has done this intentionally mm. just to fuck up the start of the rugby league restart. Because <laughs> Asada, Asada has it out for rugby league. They hate rugby league. Rugby league they hate rugby league. Uh, maybe they hated rugby league. They might be on board for rugby league, yeah. but at the moment they're they're dipping their foot in in, in both parts. Do you know? Of the do you know what? Uh, if I if, do you know what? If I worked at Asada, I would have it out for rugby league. You know why? Because I'd be like, these guys give me far too much fucking paperwork to go through. Like, if it wasn't for them, I'd be able to take vacations. But because Rugby League exists, I'm here working 12-hour days. I'm endlessly testing everybody. I'm going through all of this material. It's too much. Mm. Uh, so that's Gal. I'm not going to give him any more airtime. But what uh, I want to throw out a conspiracy theory for you, Damon. Please do. And, and hear me out. 
So Bronson Sherry plays for the Cronulla Sharks. Correct. Now, Bronson Sherry, apparently one of his best friends in the game, Mm. is a, a former Sharks player who now plays for the Roosters, oh. uh, Kyle Flanagan. Kyle, now, Kyle Flanagan, Flanagan happens, happens to be the son <clears throat> of Shane Of Flanagan, a pub owner? Former, <laughs> no, the former Sharks uh, coach yes. who was in charge of the whole drugs regime. That's right. During the Sharks thing. Well, now, was he, well got, hang on, hang on. Like, Got to be fair. Was he in charge of the yep. drugs regime or was he just like the coach at the time? You know, because I'm not sure that I can't see Shane Flanagan in a lab fucking with beakers and test tubes, like mixing up little cocktails. That, you know, I, I can't see that happening. I don't think he was in charge of the drugs regime. I reckon somebody went to him and said, hey, I think this would be a good idea. And he'd be like, yeah, OK, whatever. OK, keep running drills. OK, get the medicine yeah. balls out. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, Shane, I uh, got, a, got a thought for you. Yeah. How do you feel about horse racing? <laughs> Are, are you, you a like fan? If you're, you're a fan of horse racing? Are you a fan of the trots? Like yeah. <laughs> well, I love a punt. Good. He said yes. Okay, fill him up with yeah, the horse like, steroids. Lock it in. <laughs> like caviar playing lock. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, they can't catch black caviar down the wing. <laughs> I'm glad we're doing topical humor tonight. We're doing right. rugby league sound bites from eight weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> and Australian and horse race horses. Race horses and drug jokes from Cronulla Sharks from what four years ago now. Well oh, done. This is uh Damo. This is why we're where we're this is why we are where we are. Because you know, we keep it topical, we keep it fresh. We do what needs to be done. Can you hit a step back in time for me, please, sir? Absolutely I can. to when me and you were in our younger days. We're over the age of 18, but at the same time, we were still young pups. We're so talking we maybe... We weren't, we weren't 18 and towy. We weren't seven... What was it? 18, 17 and edgy? Or? 19, and, 19 and towy. Yeah, 20 and edgy. 19 and towy, 20 and edgy. <laughs> we may have been 19. Okay. Uh, I think we were 19 at the time. Yeah. Now, I watched, uh, I watched a, a James Brown documentary throughout the week talking nice. about the... the up and, like Basically, from James Brown, from <laughs> his, his... like. Very poor upbringing through to his death, pretty much. The godfather um, of funk. Uh, yeah, the, exactly. Sensational. Uh, Mr. Dynamite, as he was known back in the day. And it got me thinking. It, it reflected back to the time that we, uh, myself and you and, and a few of our friends, got to see James Brown live. We did. Back in 2012, I believe it was. Yep. And it was at like... A, and it was a great experience to see him live, but that's pretty much what we did. We saw him live because his backing mm. group and some other guy on the stage sang probably like 85% of the set while James just kind of moved around, did the odd chorus here and there, the odd line here and there, and most of it, spent most of his time going, hey, whoa, uh, ow. Standing still, passing it. Can you hear me in the back? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Oh, fuck no. So it uh, got me thinking about that night. And I, I remember that day. So we bought uh, tickets for this particular festival. The festival went all day knowing that James Brown was the headliner. Correct. Actually, this might, actually let's hit a story time as well because this okay. is technically a story. I like stories about pinatas. This is a unique one because this is both a Greeno and Damo story time. Correct. Because we were both there. So we, we, ought, we, we realized going, look, James Brown, he's not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. He's coming out to headline this particular festival. We've got to fucking go. We've got to see James. We've got to do something about he, this. 
before he kicks it. Like, definitely, we've got to be there. So we're like, yep, no, but I think the tickets are a bit over 100 bucks. We didn't care. We're, like, we're going to see James Brown. Yep. Like, we're sweet. So the, the festival started at 10. James didn't start till about 6 p.m. Oh, no, um, he was later off. than that. He was like at 9 or 10 o'clock. Like, it was like a 12-hour gap. Yeah. It was, yeah, he was very late in the afternoon or evening. <clears throat> so early in the day, we're like, well, we've got to be near the city. We're going to go to a pub. I think it was like Surrey Hills area. That's right. We'll have a couple of schooners before we get in there so we don't get exorbitantly rooted when we get I, into the actual I festival. Think, I think from memory we were at the Batten Ball. We may have been at the Batten Ball. Yep. Now, all I remember is we, we, we were big fans of playing stick back in the day. So That's it was right. like, okay, we're just going to comedy at the pool table. It was like a buck a game. We're like, this is good value. Yep. We'll play some stick and then we'll head over to the festival. Mm-hmm. On the TV, there happened to be like this Music Max festival. Now, for our American listeners, it's like that's Music Max is like a retro uh, MTV, if you will. Right. Where they just play a lot of old tunes and it's there's nothing new. It's all old school stuff. Yep. But it was good tunes happening. So we're sitting there at 10 a.m. having schooners, knowing we're going to see James Brown in, you know, better part of 10 to 12 hours before we head to this festival. It was all sunshines and rainbows. Everything was positive. We were looking forward to it all day. It was beautiful. Now, we had a group of about 15, 20 guys were all going to this concert. Mm-hmm. But as the day went on, these guys were like, we've got to get to this thing. We want to see this, this group, this group, this group, this group. Now, we gave no fucks about anyone else other than James Brown. So we're like, yeah, you guys get to go ahead and we'll meet you there. We'll, we'll be there shortly. Yeah, like we were very Absolutely. honest, like from the first minute. They were like, oh, I can't wait to see this person. We're like, no, no, guys, we're, Green and myself, we're only going to see James. Like we have no, we have literally no interest in even like seeing a new act. We don't even want to know. I don't even, it, it could be the best band on earth that nobody's heard of. I would prefer not to hear them. Like I do not care. We're, we're only interested Stop. in James. <laughs> so fast forward eight and a half hours later, there's just literally me and you left at this pub. Correct. Still playing pool, still watching Music Max. Still with a ticket in our pocket to the concert. <laughs> yeah, the concert. And realising, shit, we better go because we're about to miss James Brown. <laughs> Race on over. Got there just in time to pick up a sausage and fucking see the Godfather of Soul. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But good day. But oh, spent- and do you remember there were... And- and another story time. I like Greener. stories about pinatas. We got there just in time for us to sit, and like there was about a half hour window while we were waiting for James. And I sat down on the grass. Do you remember that rando coming up and sitting next to us? And he's like, "Hey, you doing, yep. man?" And I'm like, "Yeah, pretty good." And he just pulls out like a packet of pills out of his pocket, and he's like, "Hey, man, here, have one of these." And I've looked at him, and I'm like. <laughs> Nah, I'm all right, thanks. Because <laughs> you should have seen this guy. His eyes were going the wrong way. He was covered in sweat. You know, he didn't look good. Like, he didn't look happy. I, I think he was trying to pass something off. Like, maybe he was one pill over, like, the amount that you can get, like, charged with, like, a federal offense, like, for dealing instead of just possession. You know what I mean? Hey, have one yeah. of these. Nah, I'm good. Good, thanks, bro. <laughs> thanks anyway, though. Well, like a crazy John Pill salesman more than anything else. He, he didn't look trustworthy. He, he was, uh, his eyes were, were moving shakily. That's right. And, <laughs> and you know, you know, like I've had my share of fun when I was younger, um, but I... When even, you, when even you were looking at that going, nah, it seems too risky. Taking random pills off random people at fucking at techno events, I've, I've always been like, nah, I'll, I'll be okay. Thanks for that. We'll give that one a <laughs> Thanks for that. I like stories about pinatas. 
Uh, we'll, we'll close off the segment one uh, one item early with this picture demo. Now, uh, hero or douchebags, obviously social distancing is still happening, but things are opening back up. People have got to be clever. People have got to be smart. And they've got to do what they have to do to, to make sure they can still get, to, get through what they need to do in life. Apparently, christenings are still happening. But it's nice to see priests out there adhering to the social distancing rules <laughs> by now spraying children with holy water pistols. Uh, hero or douchebag? Um, I'm going to say a hero for the sentiment, but a douchebag mm-hmm. ultimately because the pistol is like a pretty pink colour. And if you want to have an impact, it's got to be like gunmetal grey. I'm sorry. Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. starting block one word drop the k at the end follow me at boogie bumper ladies and gentlemen again with the again with the audio issues like we just can't seem to get like a clear run you know what i mean we're not being given a shot it's like it's like when the star rookie comes out at the start of the season and he breaks his leg in three places in the first fucking game and like you know and then he's off for two years and he finally comes back and it's like okay now we can see this like star kid who's got all of this talent and then bang he breaks his collarbone in the first game it's like we're not given a clear run greener 
This is why we're not going up the rankings. We managed to get uh, at least a segment out where, with semi-coherent audio. We <laughs> can deal one. with that. Just it's one. a lot better than a fortnight ago. I'm, t- I'm trying to do, you know, positivity here. Yeah. Um, if we're talking positivity, Damo, obviously we're in the middle of a, a global pandemic here. Mm-hmm. And throughout the course of the week, um, we, we got a tip-off from one Stefan Sears, our, one of our very loyal listeners, not just for this program, but who's not program. here tonight? Who's not here tonight, incidentally? <laughs> Incidentally, no. uh, neither's Brad, <laughs> neither's BE from the UK. Uh, BE's not here because the footy's on. That's exactly. exactly why. Are the Bulldogs uh, playing tonight? Is. Are the Bulldogs playing? Uh, nah. So I'm what's the fucking? Here. What's his excuse then? If if you're te- I, here's the rule, okay. I'm gonna make it because you made it a little bit harsh. Like they have to miss every game. Uh, no, no. Okay. How about this? You can you can not watch us on a Friday night. Listen to us if your team is playing. If it's not your team, who gives a fuck? Honestly, like seriously, come it's on, cool. yeah, right. There's like there's five other games or six other games that you can watch over the course of the weekend. What you're going to miss one game and your team's not even playing? Come on, give me a break. Let's be reasonable <laughs> yeah. here. So Stephen uh, pointed out to us that uh, on a lot of the American networks, and I guess so, they're doing it on Australian networks as well. Correct. That a lot of celebrities are coming out there talking about how. You know, we're all in this together, Damo. That's right. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Everyone's locked at home. Like, Fran Drescher, we know she's she's in it with everyone. Yep. Uh, you, got, you know, it's CBS Network, NBC, they've all done their own ads. Plenty of them happening here in Australia. So I've come to realize after watching maybe half a dozen of these bad boys mm-hmm. that there's a consistent theme. It seems as though these particular ads, and I, I don't mean to be, you know, pessimistic at yeah. all. Yep. They may just be a way of promoting the network and the shows and oh. to keep the actors that are in those shows at the front of your mind. Mm. Once again, I could be out of line here. I don't know. Do you think I don't know. Do you think are you taking a little a little bit of a cynical view here, Greeno, and suggesting that <clears throat> these celebrities and the work that they do in the public space has mm. more to do with them being in the public space? than it does necessarily uh, giving a fuck about other people. Do you think that's, you know, like, do you think they're getting calls from their publicist perhaps and saying, hey, hey, you know, everybody's jumping on board with this coronavirus thing. This could do wonders for your career. You know, like this very hot right now. If you look, look, all the kids are on the YouTubes right now. They're forgetting about you. You need to get out there. And coronavirus is one of the most searched for terms. You could do a lot of good work here. You know, you you want that call, don't you? You, you want to get those scripts, don't you? Right? You think you're missing out if you don't get involved involved in this right now. Saying, not saying it though. Saying it, not saying it. Just, no. Just putting it out. Okay, give them, it, give them the benefit of the doubt. They're wonderful people. They're wonderful people. They're wonderful people. Yeah. Now I realize this is an opportunity that uh, we <clears throat> can take advantage of because we're not wonderful because. People. We're not wonderful people and we need all the help we can get. So it only seems right for us uh, here at the block Mm. to create our own PSA all in it together ad at the suggestion of one Stefan Sears. Uh, Let's let's see what we managed to cobble together. Okay. It's Greeno here from the starting block. On behalf of the block, we just wanted to let you all know that we're all in this together. Well, except if you have coronavirus, then stay the fuck away. But in every other situation, we're in it together. To all of you on the front lines, 
Those of you turning a footstool, a walk, and a pitchfork into a home gym. Those of you who have given your housemates a mental breakdown because you decided lockdown was a great time to learn the keyboard and the only thing you can play after eight weeks is chopsticks over and over and over again. And those of you who are homeschooling and are now understanding the question you used to harass your maths teacher with of, when the fuck are we ever going to need to know this in the real world, is coming back to bite you on the ass. Just remember, like a 1990s Australian sitcom, we're all in this together. The days may be long, but in times like this, you can rest assured, we will be here to waste an hour of your week, Friday nights Australian time, at dlive.tv slash the starting block. So take care, social distance, whack on a mask, and subscribe to our show on iTunes. It may not cure coronavirus, but it sure will help us with our rankings. And isn't that really the most important thing right now? Sincere, touching, moving, uh, powerful, I think is the best word to describe that, Greeno. Powerful. Honest, Damo. Honest. honest. Powerful, honest. Where does he fuck, ins- mate? Inspiring, tear-jerking. Fucking, fucking ratings together. <laughs> now, you can't tell me that that's um, worse than this, for example. Guys, day six in uh, self-quarantine. Oh, come on, let's see the video. The trumpets um, inside their homes, and it, it goes like this. <laughs> Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. There's no way ours is worse than this. No hell oh, no. below us. <laughs> We're already ahead of this. This bad boy's never finished. I still see photographs and videos of people sitting in outside cafes all over the world and having a good time and hanging out in crowds. That is not wise because that's... Look at this fucking guy. Jesus Christ. Can you be any more fucking dense than this? Have a look at this (laughs) Fucking Arnie. Holy shit. I've just lost Greer. I'm just bringing him back. Skype connection's really bad. This We're dealing with the Australian internet here. He'll be back with us in a second. Hopefully. He better be. <laughs> God. Oh, he's reconnecting. I don't want to play it without Greeno here. God, we're having a real good run with the internet connections and the audio connections. It's just so freaking wonderful. Everything's going according to plan. Hey, what's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. All right, I'm going to try and call him back. I'm going to try and hang up. We'll see if we can get Greeno back. <laughs> Maybe this will be the show. Are you with us again? I'm back, back on board. Okay. I don't know what happened to Skype. It disappeared very quickly. That's all right. We're back on board now. Now, did you see this little bit of clip here from Arnie? Holy, I did. Holy that's shit. That's exactly where my Skype cut out. Okay. Now, look at this fucking guy. Now, remember, Arnie, like, what is he, like a billionaire? He's a he's a multi, 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 multi-millionaire. He's doing this from his, like, fucking Beverly Hills mansion. He's in a hot tub smoking a fucking cigar, Greeno. 
Okay. Yeah. Now listen to the message that he gives us, the peasants who made him rich, right? By, uh, you know, watching his films, by buying his merchandise, by pumping him up, by going along with the hype. We made him. He belongs to us, as far as I'm concerned. We we created him, and we can end him. So, so have a look at this fucking guy. The denseness of this from the from the lap of luxury. Listen to this message. You still see photographs and videos of people sitting in outside cafes all over the world and having a good time and hanging out. Having crowds. a good time. That is not wise because. <laughs> you, I'm wise, don't I? you still see Just people. Stay- you see people having a good time, hanging out at cafes. That is unwise. Why can't you just stay in the hot tub of your Hollywood mansion? Why can't exactly. you just stay here smoking a cigar? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Not that hot. <laughs> what, a piece, what a fucking piece of shit. How you can get the virus. Wow. That's how you get it. Like contact with other- Yeah, you know, another way to get a virus, Arnie, would be having unprotected sex with your fucking Latino housemaid. You can do that too, right? I, yeah, that's... <laughs> people. So I, don't, I don't know how sanitary that hot tub is. Nah, the there's, a, there's definitely a lot of viruses floating around in that hot tub, especially if Arnie doesn't yeah. have a bathing suit on. Being in restaurants <laughs> and outdoor cafes. Wow. What a jackass, huh? So comparative, you know, which one is less patronising? Our one, where we just show it as, you know, basically we're here to plug our show. Correct. Or the celebrities who are pretending to give a fuck. That's right. There's, it's no contest. At least we're at least we're honest with you. At least we tell you. You know, this, we're just promoting our show here. There's no, there's no. Travel oh, That's all we care wow. about. And we're not doing it from a fucking hot tub either, by the way. Yeah, there's no hot tubs in this joint. <laughs> Which gets us to our all important uh, podcast rankings, Damo. Unfortunately, once again, uh, still haven't cracked the top fifth, 250. Uh, let, let's see what shows have managed to make the, the top 250. Good. Uh, some, somehow a, a program called Desert Island Discs hmm. Archive. 1976 to 1980 <laughs> is at 243. We can't beat that. Now, that's a very narrow window of Desert Island Discs. We've only got a four-year span between 76 and 80, yep. but people are tuning in in their droves. To, uh, that's at number 243. Correct. Now, another show we can't beat at 238 is Dead Rabbit Radio. Now, I don't know if there's – this may be a task for BE. Uh, I know he's not going to like it, but <laughs> I need to know more about Dead Rabbit Radio. It's, oh, no, he will like it. Here we go. Paranormal, conspiracy, and true crime news as it happens. Can we, can we, well, double, him, can we double him up on the paranormal and, you know, conspiracy stuff, or should we space it out a little more? Nah, we'll, we'll space it out. I'll see if I can find something that's a bit more uh, up the ears, Ali. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, this one concerned me that we can't beat this program at 224 on the personal journal rankings, eating alone in my car. Okay. Now that's a that's a podcast we need to learn more about because I'm mm. wondering like if it's a person like a mukbang for audio like just if if they even talk or not or if it's just like fucking very good point well done like because if we can't beat the sound of mastication then yeah. we should give it away so there we go <clears throat> be that's your task for next week I know okay. uh, I think you might already have a video prepared for next week yep. but let's say the week after. It's called So Sad Today is the the host, and it's called Eating Alone in My Car. Now, it doesn't even have a blurb underneath it other than eating alone in my car. <laughs> Do you want to know where this bad boy peaks in the world? Where? M- Mexico 
It's number 50. Oh, that makes sense Surely. because in Mexico they don't have a lot of food, you see. Mm. There's a lot of hungry people in Mexico, Green. <laughs> that's why they're sad. So I don't think we're going to top that. Eating alone in my car. That's uh, that's B's task, and that's now what we're going to try and take out at number, what is it, 220-something or other on the Australian charts. Okay. Uh, 224, which brings us to BE's podcast review slash BE's report for this particular week. Uh, we, we just basically said, look, the the Earth report, there's not much happening in the world. Take take some freedom. Go nuts. Feel, feel free to do whatever you want to do, BE. And he's locked himself in his cupboard. He's got himself a, a video camera. <laughs> and the cupboard gone, studio. <laughs> It's a cupboard studio, and he's gone, look, I'm going to do what the boys do. I'm going to waste six minutes of people's time. So <laughs> here's, here's BE's uh, podcast review for this week before we go to uh, the next break. No worries. We interrupt this program to bring you this special breaking news bulletin. That's right. I'm BE, and this is this week's BE Report. <laughs> so in recent months, we've had this curiosity with the iTunes rankings world and thought, why not have a crack? getting into the top 200 we've changed our genres and entered into the mysterious world of personal journals so i look at these this genre and think people are journaling some pretty weird shit right and exactly where we belong that's for sure so if we're going to joke about cracking in the top 200 let's seriously joke about it today i'm going to start a campaign you know what fuck it i'm starting a revolution right here right now revolution it's called me plus three for TSB. Me plus three friends for the starting block. I want all of you blockheads out there to rustle up three of your most gullible friends, family, whatever, and make them subscribe to the iTunes podcast. And let me assist you with this selection process, because this is critical. Take this note. Take it on board. Whatever. Have a look at your Facebook friends list, for example. I've got just over 730 friends on my Facebook page and um i want you to put a line through all of the people who you met on a night out on the town um met on your travels you went to school with 20 odd years ago um the, the person that you're only friends with because their life's that much of a mess that it's actual entertainment uh who else anyone that you haven't spoken to um two months ago or beyond scrap them too whatever focus on the closeness right if you've got any of those weird friends who have got a, an account with uh, their fucking dog, their cat, their fucking bird, whatever, highlight them, people, because you might need them later, right? If you've got a Facebook account, you've got an email address. You've got an email address, you can get iTunes. You've got iTunes, you get a podcast, you get five stars, review, subscribe, fucking winner, right? We're on. So look at this list and think of two things. Who's old and who'll bail you out of jail? First target. Your mum. Now, you can do it on the sly if you want. Your mum probably doesn't remember her password and it's always unlocked, so just jump in there, hit subscribe, whatever. And you know what? She'll probably get notifications that there's a new episode available and she'll probably have a listen and want to bang boogie, but, you know, everyone wins. Yay! So, phase one complete. Second target, your best mate. Doesn't matter what decision you make in life, you, your mate's going to probably laugh at you or try and get you out of the shit anyway. That's an easy one. Phase two complete. Third target your partner, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, girlfriend, your fucking gimp, whatever. I don't care. They'll do it because they love you. They better. Phase three complete. Now, if you don't have a partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, I don't care what your sexual preferences are, whatever. Blow up doll, sure. 
Your backup target is your friend on your Facebook with a dog account or a cat account, whatever. Jump on them. Hey, can you do me a favor? Love your dog. Like, 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 like. Do me a favor now. iTunes, podcast, subscribe, five stars. Now, what's a campaign without a hashtag? Of course, we're running with the sloganistic hashtag of me plus three for TSB. Me plus three people for the starting block. Now, when you've completed this mission with the previously mentioned targets, you must inform them of the campaign and the process. Once they've signed up, bang, you've got them. It's their turn. Three people. Up to you. Go for it. Me plus three for TSB. Get amongst it, blockheads. It's our time to shine. Now, I want to leave you with the final thought. Think about this one. Take it on board. Run with it. Being proactive is rarely rewarded because if your actions avoid a tragedy, there is no tragedy to prove that your actions are actually warranted. Until next time, I'm B.E. Keep it real, blockheads. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police-stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I, I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? <laughs> you. Why do you, why do you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so, subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block 
drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. normally do the back announce for the second ad it's been that way yeah, for like okay. eight years man what happened? yeah let's uh you let's dr- open the kimono you drop the you, fucking you ball me, oh, we, we're gonna come back with the video yeah but i, I thought you, that you were coming back with the video it was audio first no i thought you'd still do a back announce like you know welcome back yeah, to welcome, the block. Uh, back in the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls you're like, in touch with us you know how to do it let's, you knew what the video, the video was about was coming back with. you knew what the video was about i told you what the video was about so i thought you'd be like you know you know doma in these times like we 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 did the psa uh and we just want to keep people safe you know that's what we're all about here on this show is like community service like and we want to in we want to promote people in the community whatever community that they're in who we feel are acting responsibly during the coronavirus pandemic so whether that's Gal Gardot whether it's Arnold Schwarzenegger whether it's us or whether it's this individual here at this cafe now I think you did a better job than I would have done. Of so course, of course, but that better. doesn't mean that you can't, you shouldn't be doing your job. Like if I'm better at yeah. sweeping the floor and I'm the CEO, that doesn't mean I fire the janitor and start sweeping the fucking floor, does it? <laughs> right. So <laughs> cost cutting measures, mate. We got to save. Everyone's got to tighten their belts during coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the clip, Damo. Let's go to the clip. Uh, yeah, there's really nothing to say about this except what the fuck. Okay, have a look at this. This restaurant manager has a unique way of handling money during the pandemic. Marcel- <laughs> Some may say unique. I say fucking insane. But anyway, let's carry on. Ella Moreno is using alcohol to sanitize each bill and coin that she receives. <laughs> what do you think of that, Credo? <laughs> um, is it that hard to use FPOS? Well, that's... Like, the- surely. But here's the thing, right? We've always pass germs or like everybody knows that money like carries germs right it's the the filthiest thing out there right so the, the way that we're going now right oh we're, we're sanitizing the fucking dollar notes without like mm-hmm. rubbing alcohol why why weren't you doing that before if you're such a germ like listen to what a germaphobe she is i do sanitize doorknobs everything i was like you know what let me try the money <laughs> She's just saying on her show, she's saying on this show, look, I've sanitized the doorknobs, I've sanitized everything. So she sanitized everything in the shop and she sat there at the behind the cash register and she goes, hmm, you know what? I haven't cleaned the money yet. The money. <laughs> Gotta clean that out. I think she's uh, inside. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's out there. Now my question to you, Damo, is it just the notes or are, are the coins no, also? No, the coins received? the Great. coins as well. She's doing the coins too. Okay, excellent. Good to see. Yep. I want to make sure we're covering all bases. I Absolutely. don't want this lady she says her customers at El Tarasco in Venice, California, appreciate it. But at this go- I don't know if I'd want a soggy note for change, though. <laughs> it's, it's my change. It's wet ass. <laughs> of course, your money. Now, look at this. Now, this pisses me off, right? Now, you say, like, it's not that hard to use FPOS, but what about the flow and effects? Look at this. But at this golf course, your money is no good here. Literally. Greeno, how am I supposed to tip the beer wench who comes around on the little golf cart? If I can't use cash, yeah, but no, no, these, these are at a driving range. This is all good. This is you know, surely they've got a separate setup for tips, right? No, this is the course now. If you want to play on this green, you can't pay with this green. 
because the dozen public golf courses in the city of Los Angeles has, has are he joining... sprayed those notes before he held them up? I, I certainly hope so. A growing list so. of businesses. I bet you that's prop money, like it's not real money. You know? Not real cash. That's monopoly money right there. <laughs> Is that a reopening? That no longer. I still think it looks so ridiculous that the new, like the reporters are all wearing masks. It just makes me giggle every time they do a live cross and they they stand. And there you know the other like interesting this. thing, like I wear a, I wear the mask when I've gone grocery shopping during the height of the pandemic, right? Mm. And you can't speak clearly. So what he's done is he's recorded this with a mask and then gone and done uh, ADR. Yep. Yeah, he's done a dub to record his voice behind a separate microphone because ah. your voice doesn't sound that clean when you're wearing those particular masks. You can't understand anything and it makes it very difficult to talk to the person behind the counter when they won't fucking take your cash. Yeah, right. Except cash. Card only. Yeah. No. Now, see, I would have thought, now, you're, an, you're a money guy. You get money, okay? Mm. You work in finance. Am I wrong? in saying that it's illegal in this country, at least, to not accept legal tender? Uh, like, if somebody comes up with a question, note... Financial question. Right, but that, that's, that is a legal question. But we would, I was taught that, like, you know, at school, weren't you? Like, it, it's called legal tender because this is, the, like, the legal money, right? And it's, yeah. you can't not accept like the, the approved legal form of transaction. Like it's not, you can't say, no, no, I'm not taking that money because this is the money. This is what we have. This is what we have what to we pay have with. Right? Um, you make a fair point. I, I don't know the, I don't know the legal answer to that. I'd assume I, but my, my theory is if someone's going to be a fuckwit and not want to take my cash, then I just like similar to the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago. Yep. I just don't give them my money. I just walk out. <laughs> like yeah. I'll buy the sunglasses from the next store who will take my cash. Oh, I've got a little story time for you. I like stories I, about pinatas. I went, did dogs fuck up another set of sunglasses? Or? No, no, this is even better. So, um, I went to the folks today to do a little bit of work for them. And the old boy said, Hey, listen, why don't you do me a favor? Why don't you come over one day? And because I want one of those, he says, I want one of those sound bars and he can't really get up and get, go out and go to the shop himself right now. So he's like, can you come over one day and go down to Harvey Norman and pick me up one of these sound bars for the TV? And I said, well, you tell me which one you want and I'll go and get it right now and I'll fucking install it for you. And he's like, oh, okay. He said, and he goes, you know what? Pick yourself one up too while you're at it. And I said, no, nah, no, nah, I don't need one of those. That's all right. You don't waste money on that shit for me. And he goes, no, no, you should get one. And I go, okay, I'll have one. So... <laughs> Because then he, then he criticised me for taking it. And I said, well, you insisted, you know. So, of course, of course I'm going to take it. I'm not a fucking idiot, you know. I, I resisted very meekly only once. And then I'm like, okay, fine, I'll take the present. So I went down yeah. to Harvey Norman. Because this is actually a good story. This is a positive story. I went down to Harvey. Actually, sorry, can I, can, I, can I interrupt? Absolutely. Uh, it's nice to see Kimmy in the chat. Yes. Is Kimmy aware that uh, Rugby League is on right now, though? Rugby League. Yeah. Are you talking? You're not talking about uh, rugby. This rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, rugby league. You're not talking about rugby league, are you, Greener? I'm talking about rugby league. I just don't want to make sure because everyone else seems to have uh, abandoned us because rugby league's back on. Yeah. I want to make sure Kimmy's aware the rugby league's on. That's okay. She's an American. She has no idea what rugby league even is. So it's Perfect. Fine. All right, continue with your story. <laughs> okay. All right, so I reopen the story. I like stories about pinatas. So I get down to Harvey Norman. I make my selection very quickly. I don't like to fuck around when I'm in there. I'm like, okay, this is in the price range. This is has what I want. Bang. Okay, I said to the bloke, hey, listen, I want two of these. And he's like, yep, no worries. I'll bring the salesman over. Now, little did I know, I couldn't just, because I said, where's the box? 
where are the boxes? And he's like, oh, they're in the warehouse. I'm like, yeah, of course they fucking are. Where's the warehouse? <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's just around the corner. I'm like, okay, fine. So yeah. go. I have to go over to a little desk and I have to, the guy says to me, this is the first red alarm, Greeno. This is the first alarm bell. The guy says to me, take a seat. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm not here for an interview for the fucking product, am I? Like, <laughs> like, do I have to be approved before I can fucking pay you, before I can give you my money? And he's like, he sits me down. He's like, okay. And he gets in front of the computer and he starts typing. And I'm just fucking looking at this guy with like a death stare. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm, give all, me the box. I'm enraged. The and he looks up at me and he says, okay, so I just need to get some details off you. And I don't even talk. I just stare at him. And he goes, um, can I get your phone number? And I just look at him and go, why? <laughs> and he goes, oh, because, um, and I just start shaking my head. Like, <laughs> like, no. And he's like, oh, okay. Can, well, he goes, oh, okay. He goes, he looks at me and he goes, I get it. <laughs> and then he goes, look, I'll just put whatever in there. And he just goes four, five, six, blah, 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 blah. And he goes, can I get a name or, and I gave him my first name and he goes, that'll do. And he goes, like, you know, roughly where you live. And I'm like, Sydney. And he goes, yeah, sweet. And he puts that in. And he left the whole rest of it blank. And I said to him, mate, I don't, I'm sick of fucking giving details. I'm not giving phone numbers. I'm not giving um, emails. I'm not doing any of that shit. And then um, I had the product on my phone, like on a picture. Can I have a look at it? He goes, yeah. can I have a look at it? And I say, yeah. And I hand, me the I hand him the phone. And I've got tape over the camera on the front of the phone. And he looks at me and he goes, yes. <laughs> So that's a bit of a nice Gary because he fucking got it and he had no details like that he was supposed to fill out and he just went up to like the cashier and he said just put it in just put it in like this that's fine don't worry about it so that's a that's a positive story somebody who gets it mate he just saved you he just saved a customer there because you were about to you would have done what I would have done like I just walk out on the yeah. sales like you out the week with the sunglasses well, JB Hi-Fi was across the road I would have said no nah, fucking don't worry about it mate I'll go over there I don't know why you didn't go to JB to begin with it would you could have saved yourself a hundred bucks nah I don't I don't know I, I thought about doing it but then I walked in they had a sale going at Harvey Norman so I was like ah oh, you know Even what a sale at Harvey Norman still more expensive than JB Hi-Fi yeah maybe I don't know but anyway that's my story I like stories about pinatas. This is what this has got to be our new uh, like you know, I'm 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 already over this all in this together. We need to start a crusade to fucking make sure people stop. You're on your own. Deep. Let's do the opposite. You're not, we're not all in this together. You're on your own. Fuck you. <laughs> You're on your own and stop giving people your details. Like yeah. the more people we can get to stop giving details, the more people are going to stop asking us for our details when we go to things. Correct. Here's a cheeseburger and let's get your mobile number. Get the fuck out. I want the cheeseburger and I'm out. That's it. <laughs> Like even when you, even when you sign up for a delivery, can I get your address? No, <laughs> I need it. You work it out. I'll meet Just you. Sense. I'll meet you at this corner at midnight in the city. Dark okay. alley. <laughs> this time, otherwise, cost yourself a sale. Uh, Damo, I forgot about a story uh, that uh, popped up. A bit of a bit of hot goss off the press, Damo. Hot goss off the press. Now, uh, big, we, we've been doing a segment the last couple of weeks called the the biggest story of the week, and Correct. there was nothing that really stood out as the biggest story of the week this week until literally ten minutes before we went on air. When I saw in the Daily Telegraph confidential section this headline, and I'm like, wow, wow, it scraped in, but we got there. Beck Judd reveals how her wedding dress links her to Michael Jordan amid the Last Dance documentary. Nice, Gary! <laughs> so now, Beck Judd, those... for, those who, for those who aren't aware, 
Uh, Rebecca Judd is the wife of a former Australian uh, football player, like one of the best football players of like the last 30 years, mind you, not just like an average fucking jobber, but, you know, a guy, you know, Brownlow medal winner and stuff. Um, but she was made famous by wearing a revealing dress to one of the awards nights. And ever since then, every year, she somehow manages to pop herself up in the fucking mentions on Twitter. She's trending on Twitter in Australia because of this. Right now. Because of that stupid fucking article where she's trying to get a name in the press by linking her wedding dress to Michael Jordan. <laughs> to Michael Jordan. Unless there's like little Michael Jordans like stained on it, like the Bill Clinton dress. I'm not interested. Yeah, like crying memes of Jordan, then maybe, then fucking I'm in. But for this, this is like three weeks after they uh, they had to make the tragic announcement that they'd cancelled uh, Judd oh, Cheller. reality show, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So they're like, well, we're not getting the promo for Judd Cheller now. What the fuck are we going to do? Mm. Let's just link it to that last dance documentary that was on a couple of weeks ago that was very popular. Yep. See if we can get our name in the paper that way. Let's attach uh, ourselves. Uh, let's attach ourselves to the back of a hashtag, and then we'll get like you know they they're mooching. They're basically doing what we did oh, with Fergo exactly. and the Freak, but at a much higher level. Much higher. Oh, I don't know, lesser <laughs> level in this, in this regard. Um, it, it, the irony I found it like yesterday. How many how many thousands of uh, journalists lost their jobs in in regional papers yesterday? By about yeah. hundred papers going digitalized. Yep. Um, the day after legitimate journalists lose their job, this this is just another example of what's left. This <laughs> yeah. kept their job. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the on, problem. Man. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, people whine about that there's no investigative journalism anymore. And it's like, well, the answer's simple. Stop clicking on fucking Rebecca Judd stories. Then yeah. then you'll have more investigative journalism. People don't care. People, you know, people like to think that everybody really wants to know the truth and we've got to get to the bottom of it and we, we need to unearth the corruption. It's not true. 80% of the online traffic when it comes to journalism is obsessed with fucking celebrity, the Kardashians, Rebecca Judd, and fucking, you know, getting plastic pumped into your face. That's it. Stupid shit that yep. actually doesn't have any relevance. That's what we click on. Uh, stop fucking clicking. You know you know our mate Staz, right? So Staz, mm. like, finished, like, fucking, he was an award-winning student in communications and journalism, right? He's working on a fucking factory floor packing boxes. And I said, what are, you, what are you doing this for? Like, you, you, we need guys like you in the game. Like, we need guys like you doing this job because it's so shit. And he's like, I can't work with them. I can't work with these people. It's all, they're all selfish and it's all shitty, like, clickbait tabloid shit. He said, I can't do it. Like, because that's what they're asked. Like, that's how you succeed is by being trashy. He's like, no, can't do it. So he's, he's, he's potentially one of, like, the most naturally gifted uh, journalist minds that, you know, is going around because of, like, you should see the scores this guy got. You know, he's ridiculous. And he was doing it while nursing two baby children on his knees while he was studying the whole time as well and, and working full time. time in the background. Right? Yeah. And he's blitzed <laughs> these he's blitzed these fucking kids. So he's one yeah. of the most naturally gifted communicators that, uh, you know, that we know, and he's working on a factory floor packing fucking boxes because of how shit the industry is. Mm. So that's a that's a that's Absolutely a insane. that's a that's a travesty. That should not happen, but that's where we are. Like that's the world we're fucking well, we're living in. Sadly. Yep. Uh Damon, I've On that happy note. Thing. Yeah, I've got another thing. Uh just uh, going back to, to I don't mean to make it a, a rugby league super show, but um I don't know if you heard about this particular initiative out there at the NRL, you know, by uh, President Valandis over there. Hmm. Where he's he's gone, look, here's an idea. Rugby league. There's, there's no <laughs> there's, there's no people in the crowd. How about we charge people twenty two bucks 
to do get a cardboard cutout of any picture they want Fuck. and whack it in the crowd. Oh, for fuck's sake. And I'm like, this is fucking genius. Now, obviously, straight away, people are, are, are on piss takes for this uh, lickety split. It's fantastic. So, And that's probably the first time you've heard the, heard the phrase lickety split used on this podcast <laughs> in almost almost 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I use it often on mine, to be honest. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. Uh, I'd, I'd go down there with a cardboard cutout of Adolf Hitler and sit next to him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened. So, uh, Peter Try and get Simon, on TV. Peter Fitzsimons is a very uh, loud, loud mouth uh, journalist and, you know, he, he pops up on a few different shows. The bandana. And just, yeah, the bandana man. He, just, he, hates, he hates rugby league. He hates everything. He's, yeah. he's, He's definitely uh, loud about it. So people have put him up there, spent 22 bucks. There's also the big black dude with the big black dick. They've decided to put him up there. Whoa, whoa. Hang uh, what? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> it's, it's up, it's up, Wendell Saylor. So, no, it's not Wendell. But someone has, has put in a request for an image of this dude with a big dong just hanging out. Nice. Um, <laughs> and uploaded for 22 bucks. Whether it gets through, who knows? Probably. But nonetheless... But my theory is, uh, I reckon everyone should each chip in twenty-two bucks and just have Volandis as the whole crowd. It'd be good for the game of rugby league. Rug- <laughs> Hold on. Ah, uh, let's skip the next two segments and go because I know you got to go. We're going to do a a tight hour, not a hard hour. Tight. Tight hour. Tight. Ah, uh, MLB. It's it's a bit of a shambles at the moment. So they're trying to work out a way to get their season back up and running, but the players and the owners cannot agree on the fiduciary commitments. Okay. Basically, the, the owners are like, look, where we got no crowds, we got we got no money coming in. So fuck you guys. We're not going to pay you. You got to take you know a massive pay cut if you want to come back and play. Mm. And the players are like, wait well, a sec, like we're still playing, and when you guys are making a profit. You don't pay us more. You still pay us what we get paid. Correct. Is our contract? Yeah. Don't they? Don't they always say, "Oh, a contract's a contract. You got to play out your contract." Like, so all of a sudden now, oh, a contract's not a contract anymore. Is that right? So uh, yeah. So there's all these different uh, arguments happening about getting the season back up and running, and who knows it'll happen. But at the same time, and baseball players, let's be honest here, baseball players love a good strike. They strike more than any other fucking sport on planet Earth. Not since 1994, thankfully. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, uh, people are finding ways to cut costs where they can because obviously they're, they're in arguments with the major leaguers. But like, where can we cut costs? Now uh, they're, they're cutting office staff, they're cutting uh, scouts and whatnot. But the the Oakland A's at the forefront of finding a way to save a few dollars. Yes. Come up with the new, they've got their new A's Moneyball uh, way. They've decided to stop paying minor league baseball players. <laughs> so. So they just they announced yesterday. I'm surprised. To their I'm surprised they've been paying them all this time. Like that's spot a, on. <laughs> come on, Oakland. So There's a bit of their, fat to trim there. Come on, come on. Seven different leagues of minor leaguers. We can stop paying. Yeah, exactly. So they announced yesterday. Yeah, they're not going to pay these minor leaguers now. Uh, Demo. Uh, I think uh, on average, most of these owners earn uh, have a net profit in excess of the billions, right? Mm, Do yeah, know how probably not the... Oakland though. Oakland's like a tiny no, little shitty o- team. Oakland is uh, the owners. I think his his net profit last year was two point eight billion. Really? So okay. yeah. So like the, the owners are still rich bricks, man. It's just they don't want to spend much money on teams. Yeah, right. Now, oh, so the team doesn't make money, but the owners are rich guy. If you is that, uh, is that no, the, way? the team, the team makes money too. Okay. They're just a small market team. So the do you want to know how much each of these minor league players uh, are going to cost these billionaires mm. that they've just stopped paying them? Four hundred dollars a month. <laughs> wow, and that's Moneyball, baby. 
that's beyond uh, money ball. That's like money. that's basically like you've been traded to fucking Mogadishu. That's that's how much that's worth. <laughs> Jesus now, Christ. The, the good news is, Damo, on the opposite end of the the rainbow, uh, mm. our good friend Crazy Uncle Jerry Depoto has announced that they will pay all their minor leaguers until the end of the 2020 year. Ah, um, no what happens, their thing. And I'm like, well, why would why would Jerry do this? Why would he? And I got me thinking, you can't trade him if you're not paying him. Ah, he's so he's only paying to keep the trade lines open. He's got to make sure he's got people to trade, Damo. <laughs> crazy get Uncle that, Jerry. To keep him. He's next level crazy Uncle Jerry. Well done. <laughs> We're done, man. Uh, plugs. Yeah. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper. Uh, follow our friends, Fergo on League Freak, uh, BE, Brad underscore Everly Greeno. Uh, y Censored in the chat, Y Censored on Twitter. Um, and anybody else? Granny Sears, of course. No Granny Sears this week, unfortunately. So don't follow Granny. Un- unfollow Granny Sears. Can, can teach I, can her, I teach the old question? bitch a lesson. Yeah, it wasn't until last week when I was listening to the ads uh, in our breaks that I realised mm-hmm. Granny Sears has hauled herself out to other programs. She's yeah. now also on the Winning TV program. She's also, yeah, she's also on the Speakeasy on a Saturday night. So follow Winning TV at Winning TV on DLive, Greeno. Now, my question you, there. Is, is the reason we don't have a Granny Sears video is because, once again, priorities seem to have shifted for Granny Sears. Is there a loyalty issue here again? Potentially. Or maybe Granny doesn't have the energy to do two appearances in one week. She's saving, what needs. saving her energy for the pool boy. Bit of rugby league. Rugby league, Greeno. <laughs> Peter Volandis. Go out with Volandis. <laughs> okay, go out with Volandis. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Rugby league, rugby league, rugby league, rugby league. Rugby league, 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 you Hey Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by The Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun.
But why are you farmer for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to the starting block on TAVshow.com.